In the Rando community, the people are split into two separate yet equally important groups, the admins who govern races and the players who race the seeds. These are their stories. And welcome. My name is Timp. I'm Dancy. And I'm Herfie Durfee. And this is Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. Do you guys generally like drama? No. <laughs> it, it really no? depends. It really yeah. depends. What kind of drama? Do you watch are we a lot of about? like Bravo? Yeah. Are we like are we talking about like celebrity drama? Are we talking about drama series? Are uh-huh. we talking about community uh-huh. drama? Pour one one out for my man, the Green Power Ranger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, RIP. That's that's, big drama. RIP. Yeah. Um, Well, let's let's first talk about like celebrity drama. Yeah. As as an example, do you are you guys up on like what's going on in Hollywood? Like who's mad at whom? I think the last piece of celebrity drama I actually follow pretty closely was the Johnny Depp trial Mm. because that was so like everywhere. You couldn't really escape it. Right. So yeah. that's kind of what I followed as a last celebrity drama thing, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then I found out today or yesterday that the guy who played the red Power Ranger committed suicide. No, that's the green Power Ranger, Jason David Frank. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, what we were just talking about. That's what yeah. I was talking about. Oh, yeah, my yeah. Man. I know. I know. I remember. Yeah. But I thought he was red. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some, someone could fact check us on, on the, the color <laughs> of the Rangers the guys, and their, yes. uh, uh, whether they're alive or dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, so I watch Entertainment Tonight just about every night. It's just kind of background noise on the TV, you know, while we're like making dinner, or eating or whatever. So I get a little bit of like the celebrity goss, you mm-hmm. know, there. Um, and my wife is huge into Bravo. She watches several of the Housewives <laughs> shows. Um, love Southern charm that's filmed in Charleston, which we go to, you know, used to live there, um, go to all the time. So, um, you know, it's cool to see locations and, and, uh, you know, occasionally we've even seen a few people that we know on that show that, you know, know that we know personally. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, drama, some people just love it. They can't get enough of it. And unfortunately we do have to start our episode today with a little bit of community. You don't even have, I don't even have to look at your camera to hear you smiling about it. Yeah. It's, it's uh, pretty obvious. I'm not going to lie. Holy cow, man. (laughs) No. So here's the thing. Here's, here's the honest thing about this one. When this all went down, which was what, like last Wednesday or something like that last Friday. I don't know. Sometime last At some week, point yeah. last week. I, I feel like it was last Wednesday. I, you know, heard about it, went back, read a lot of the chat and things like that, caught up on the drama basically. And I felt exhausted. This particular uh, back and forth is not particularly thought provoking or like high minded. It's, you know, there is, there are some things to talk about and we will touch on that, but uh we want to we want to get into it. Basically, I I do feel like my responsibility personally and our responsibility as a show is we have a lot of people who consider themselves members of this community who aren't as plugged into discord and, you know, the pulse of the community news, you know, the, the way that we are. So I have put together just like a brief summary of sort of everything that has happened. So I'm just going to lay down this groundwork. I think I kind of have the conversation boiled down to two sides, more or less. Of course, there's a lot more than that going on. But I really, again, don't want to spend a ton of time on this. So uh, here here goes. Here's here's what we're dealing with. So uh, in the league, um, league member uh, of the what's the name of this team that clown it's clown triple clown fiesta triple clown fiesta i forgot to put the name in it so uh forgive me for that but i i yoshi one of the members of this team uh was racing against an opponent and uh it was discovered that i i yoshi was in the chat of their opponent so apparently uh yoshi noticed i'm just gonna call him yoshi from now on uh restream yeah so uh noticed that they were there and exit out uh like halfway through the race they then went on to lose that race. 
Uh, so several people reported that, like I said, the league decided to wait 24 hours to see if Yoshi was going to self-report this infraction of the rules because it is an infraction. You can't be in a restream or your opponent's chat because that implies that you could have their stream up and you could be mining it for information. Uh, so this was an infraction. They allowed 24 hours for self-reporting. Uh, Yoshi did not do that. So then the league admins, and by the way, I know Dante is one. I'm just going to summarize and generalize right now. And of course, Dante, you know, stop me if I get something wrong. Um, The admins come out and announce that someone has been suspended for the remainder of the season for this infraction, but they do not name any names. So uh, shortly after this announcement, Schulzer, who is also a member of this team, uh, Yoshi's teammate, posts a essentially like a pace bin in the league discord protesting the decision And that almost immediately gets deleted by league admins uh, since it mentions Yoshi by name and they had already made the decision not to release any names. So Schultzer immediately takes this pastebin to the Racing Talk channel in the main Discord, posts it there, and then what ensues is literally thousands of messages of back and forth discussing this situation. Uh, Schulzer's position, of course, was that this was unfair uh, and that, you know, this uh, ban should be walked back, retracted, uh, you know, basically undone. Uh, And then, you know, of course, there was a lot of discussion kind of around it. So that's the basic situation. The discussion kind of can be boiled down to two basic stances as I see it. So the first is people who agree Yoshi broke a rule and failed to report it. The suspension might have been harsh, but rules are rules and anti-cheating measures are absolutely paramount to providing an even racing environment for everybody, or at least the perception of of, of that. Um, because as we know, it's, you know, there are absolutely ways to cheat and get away with it, but we need to make sure that we're doing everything in our power to prevent them. So this is this is justified. The other side is saying, OK, yes, Yoshi broke a rule. I don't think anyone is saying that they didn't. But the punishment doled out was far too severe for what was ultimately an innocent mistake that Yoshi didn't even benefit from because, again, he lost the race. So the other side of people are saying, okay, yeah, it broke a rule, but like a a ban from the rest of the season, that seems really harsh. Uh, And like I said, you know, thousands of messages, every other kind of point you can imagine being made on this topic has been made 10 times over by community members at this point. It has gotten quite exhausting, uh, but hopefully I've at least caught us all up. Uh, If you are not like a discord warrior, you now feel like you're in the loop. Um, And now we can just kind of, uh, again, briefly, I think, I don't think anyone wants to spend a ton of time on this, but I do want to know, you know, where you guys stand on this uh, and maybe have a little bit of discussion over it. So Dante, as a league admin, you know, since I, I mentioned your name several times, the last thing I want to do is put words in your mouth. Is there anything you'd like to correct from what I said or like, you know, where are you at now a week later? Uh, the general consensus of that sounds correct uh, from the admin side. Um, and uh, we even said, yeah, it was a harsh penalty. Um, we didn't have anything in between. So we are going to attempt to do something maybe for next year in case something like this were to happen again. But I cannot, you know, I'm not going to say for sure that'll be the case. Um, hopefully it doesn't happen. Like, you know, it, it, my, my whole thought is um, I know multiple people have reached out to me uh, in a DM and I won't say who just to. They didn't want it to be public because none of them posted it in the threads, but they said, hey, you did a really made a hard decision. I think you made the right decision Um, just for the integrity sake, not saying that Yoshi is a cheater. We're not trying to call Yoshi that, Um, but just making sure everything was done like it potentially should have been. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, some people have even said, hey, like I've I've had something like this happen and I just forfeited right then. And. And said, you know, why'd you forfeit? Well, this is what happened, so I should have forfeited. So when when people say that, I think they did the right thing. Um, you know, and that's kind of what we put in our announcement. Like if you um like if you notice it, you should say something right then and just, you know, give the matchup. It's it's not that important. I think people's uh integrity is a little more valuable than than three points in the ALTTPR league. Um you know, and if you if you and if you're not aware, and someone says it, then it's just like, okay, well, just tell me what punishment am I, I'm supposed to get. Um, you know, if if like I forgot to sign out on my Apple TV and my wife turned on the restream, then I would kind of expect to get a penalty because on 
on paper, it looks like I'm there. Like I'm responsible. My view is I'm responsible for that Twitch account because I signed up for it. And if I really want to, you know, have an account logged in on something, maybe you could make, you know, an account for like your Apple TV or your iPad, something to the side. Uh, that almost sounds like you're trying to skirt the rules, which you're not, I'm not with saying that it's just, there's a lot of options you have to protect your own account and protect yourself from getting in a a hairy situation like this. I think. Mm -hmm. Yes. This was one point that was made pretty, uh, you know, passionately by at least one person. And again, I'm sure others, you know, echoed it, reacted to it, things like that of the idea that like, so you're telling me if my, a family member of mine who wants to watch the race in a completely separate room in the house, accidentally logs into my account and they're on the restream that I could get kicked out of the rest of the season for that. And on its face, it's like, yeah, that sounds really harsh, but it's really not that hard to get around that, right? Create a new Twitch profile that just is always logged in on that TV. You never have to worry about it again. So I think there was a lot of kind of people being very reactionary and you know, stating things in a way that made it sound worse than it was on both sides. Uh, and that certainly doesn't help things, you know, um, because, yeah, when you when you put it like that, it sounds terrible, but it's really not it's not, not that big of a deal. Um, Herf, what do you where do you stand on all this? Um, so, I mean, you summed it up pretty well, I think, for both cases. And I'm definitely more on the side of, yeah, it might have been a harsh punishment, but, you know, it's it, it was the right decision. What else could you do? You can't just do nothing. And uh, I don't want to take like anything away from what you want to say at the end of this, because I'm looking at the outline here. But I think <laughs> that's a very important point I want to talk about. So I'm, I'm yeah, just going to go ahead. Go ahead. It's it. not, you don't have to save. Uh, and it's. Um, a lot of people have brought up and it's kind of in a, in a similar or it kind of ends up at the same point where the thing that Dante just mentioned or you just mentioned where, you know, a family member might be watching on a TV or on a different on your laptop or something in a different room. Right. But a lot of people brought up intent. Like, you know, maybe you should look at the intent behind what happened and that should kind of be the determining factor of how harsh the punishment should be or what kind of punishment should be doled out and stuff like that. But to me, that's exactly not what should happen, because Mm. how can you infer the intent of someone who is like 5000 miles away and streams nothing but a game feed and a tracker? How do you know? You know, they could say, yeah, oh, sorry, I only had it accidentally open in a tab that I didn't even notice for half the race. But you don't know if that's the truth or not. Nobody's saying Yoshi cheated or he did it on purpose, right? But how do we know for sure? Nobody was standing behind him and watching him. And it's the same thing with like, oh, yeah, that was my wife, you know, watching in the living room and I was accidentally still locked into my Twitch account. Yeah, that might be the truth. It probably is. But how would anyone know unless you have like... <clears throat> video camera proof or something of, you know, your wife sitting in the living room watching your race and you can't see it. So yeah. I think intent and stuff like that are impossible to take as like a measuring stick for anything like this. Yeah. I will say this has been very informative for me because if I'm being completely honest, cards on the table, I don't know that I would have self-reported in Yoshi's situation either. Mm-hmm. If I lost the race, if I won the race, I do think there would be a certain amount of guilt there. And I would, I would say something, um, even if, you know, I didn't get any information out of it and it wasn't cheating. Um, but I also think there's probably people that could have won that race and then realized, Oh crap, this tab was up the whole time. Well, I didn't see anything. That's cool. You know, like so uh, and and like I think we're all making it very, very clear right now. It's not cool. (laughs) You need to make sure that you go out of your way to make sure that doesn't happen. But I I, yeah, like I definitely don't take this as thinking like Yoshi's a cheater because I do think it could absolutely happen to anybody. And that's why I am to a certain extent glad we're talking about it because now it is very, very clear what the expectation. So I guess let me ask you this tip. Like if you notice mid race that you had the tab up and yeah. You're like, oh, crap. And then you closed it. Like, mm-hmm. would you keep racing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. I don't think I'm alone there either. I mean, and, and, you know, 
I mean, I clearly you're not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hope people don't hear me say that and, and think that I'm a cheater because I no. think that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous no, I, accusation, I, I you don't know. Think so. And that's kind of what we're saying in some in right. some way. And I think that's what some people are saying, at least. I so. think there's like different levels of it, right? Because I know people that would. Uh, notice they have a tab open that they don't that they aren't supposed to have open and they would immediately forfeit and report it to the admins i know people like that i know people who would continue playing and if they lost uh, or they would continue playing and finish out the seed and self-report regardless of the Mm -hmm. result then i know people as you said you know they've lost they're like all right it's not going to make a difference anyway i didn't get any any information from it whatever i'm not going to report it to anyone and then there's people who like win and won't report it And it's, you know, I notice it on the ladder a lot because sometimes people are like, oh, hey, my stream went down. Who do I send the VOD to? Right. I I have a local recording. Who do I show this to? And Danka always replies, hey, as long as your opponent doesn't appeal you, we don't give a fuck. Right. So that's how it works for a ladder. But that's not how it works anywhere else. So, yeah, it's it's I totally understand it. I don't know what I would have done in that situation, to be honest. I might have also said, all right, I lost. Who gives a fuck? Right. Who, who mm-hmm. gives a crap? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I think the idea really needs to be no matter what you think or if you've lost or won, if you notice something happening that shouldn't be happening. Like, you know, it's the same with your chat giving you spoilers. You might only have that one person in chat who keeps giving you spoilers. In theory, nobody would ever find out unless they watch your VOD, right? But yeah. that's also a thing where it's like, why why even run the risk? Why, why yeah. even go that far? Yeah. Well, you bring up a really good point, which is that ladder is a lot more low stakes, you know, mm-hmm. and so many of those races happen every day. And that's why I think it's, it's not a big deal um, to, you know, have to provide that evidence every single time that happens, you know, a VOD or whatever. What, uh, uh, what makes the inv- stakes yeah. higher for league? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think it's the fact that it's invitational is what I was going to get at. It, you know, there is like, a certain amount of merit that, you know, you, you have to be good enough to be in that league. So it's under a little bit more of a microscope. I mean, I guess I think also better mm-hmm. players are probably, under more of a microscope as well, if I had to guess, I think a lot more people are watching Yoshi race than, you know, someone who's just like uh, in like fourth or fifth place in their conference in an open league. You know, I think those might not be seen by anyone sometimes. I mean, I think the stakes are just as high. Like, I think they're they're low across the board. Um, I don't think. I, I, yeah, like we all put the stigma on main tournament league and cross keys and. They're like the three big tournaments and you want to do really well in them, but it doesn't change a whole lot. Like I've said that before. I'll keep saying it. Yeah, I get nervous before races. I get nervous before a ladder race, too. So to me, they're all the same. Um, Like, I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, ladder's got its own ecosystem. And I, I just I, I don't really think the stakes are any higher for league or main tournament. I think it's just it's another rando race and it just yeah. happens to be, quote unquote, like a tournament race or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's great for you, but like every <laughs> single one of our worlds are created by our own brains, you know? Oh, no, so no, if no, someone no, no, decides no. it's a big deal for them, then it is, it I'm, just is now, you I'm, know, I will, like I said, that me saying I get nervous before a race or something like yeah. a little bit, like I will, I will admit that. Yeah. It's a tournament race for some reason in my brain. It like, all right, you got to play mm-hmm. as well as you can. You can do it. Like, let's do it. You know, type yourself up a little bit. Then you play. Um, I'm just saying in the grand scheme of things, like when you once once it's over and you can kind of like just step back and look at, you know, I, I've asked yeah. myself, why, why do you get nervous? That's the stupidest thing ever. It's, it's literally a yeah. video game. So, yeah, I, that's why I say the stakes. I, I don't like, especially since, you know, we teach people. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I really don't like trying to start the stigma from day one. Uh, you know, for somebody that this is a big race, you gotta be really excited. Like you can be excited. Just don't let it ruin your day. Don't let like if you lose, like or if you just play bad. Don't, it, it's just another race. Yeah, I think the point yeah. really is, and I think Dante has said this a lot about league. the The thing is, we're doing all this for fun, right? That's what this is mm-hmm. supposed to be for everyone. Fun. But with how seriously everyone has taken this, and I, you know, don't exclude myself from that. I might have not played in a long time, but while I was still playing, I took it just as seriously. 
the reason why we might not take ladder as seriously is just because it's always there. You know, it's a thing that you can play or not play for a month and it doesn't matter. It will be there when you come back. League is more like, uh, oh, it's happening now. Now, I, you know, I got to put on my best, got to put my best foot forward now for X month or whatever and be the best for this season. And then when it's over, you know, my chance is over until the season starts again. So obviously people are going to make it more high stakes in their heads. Yeah. But I think in total, that's that's a whole different conversation that will probably blow up the podcast if we try to talk yeah. about this now. And the point I was true. trying to get at is with how serious everyone is taking things, uh, it it really kind of ta- we, we're taking the fun out of things for ourselves. It's not so much that the other people are doing it, but, you know, the more serious you take something, the less fun it's going to be, especially for something that goes on for a while. If you're playing like a single big stakes match and you really hype yourself up for it and you take it super serious, that's fine. But if you need to be like super serious and super like grit your teeth, bust my butt, be in it for the whole time for like six or eight weeks, it's going to wear you down and it's going to take the fun out of the thing. Yeah. Well, let's let's go back to the punishment, because I think that's a part of this. Right. Because the, the punishment when you're talking about having fun. You have to be able to participate to have fun. And if you get banned from, you know, the rest <laughs> or suspended from uh-huh. the rest of the league, that's not fun. <laughs> so um, I will say, I think that's one good thing that has come out of this. It looks like the league admins and, and Dante, I'll turn it over, over to you in here a second here. It seems like there's going to be a little bit more definition put into what penalties and punishments there are for various levels of infraction. Would you say that's accurate or is it not really come up quite yet? Uh, there needs to be, there needs to be maybe some league specific penalties. I don't know. This one wasn't defined. There was no definition put on what happens to you if you do this. I mean, Sigma, Sigma was one person in one of those dumpster fire threads that said something Mm -hmm. like, I wasn't joking when I said, I'm going to actually have a lawyer draft the rules for season six. Like everybody, like everybody started poking holes in the rules. I mean, we're, we, we, copy and mostly copy paste year to year, make adjustments as need need be, but I'm not going to make, I'm not going to spend the time to draft three pages on like every nuance, like uh, race time rules are there. We've all seen the race time rules. I'm pretty sure no one's read them. Uh, they're there though. One of them is don't be in the restream or the other stream is your opponent. So mm-hmm. I, it's just like, to me, that's rule one, even though it's not listed as the first spot, uh, cause you, you have a little bit of competitive integrity. I just don't know how, I, I don't know where the middle ground is that that's, you know, we spent a week almost trying to find where the middle ground was. Uh, mm-hmm. and we figured, well, we can't keep dragging our feet on this. So if we're going to do something, this is what we got to do. So yeah. well, uh, in this situation, I don't, I mean, you know, I think standing by the decision is probably the most respectable thing you can do as admins, um, being transparent, explaining where you came from. You guys have absolutely done that. Um, but going forward, uh, you know, I brought up the idea of defining different levels of punishment and you were like, we, we can't define every single little thing. That's yeah. not what I said. Can we just, are you going to define I mean, the punishment levels? I mean, I, I don't know what you mean by punishment levels per se. So, I mean, like if you do this, then that happens. And a, a, like a tier list of like, this is worth a, an, an immediate DQ. I think this is worth a DQ plus a suspension. This is worth a ban. You I know? think there needs to be a little bit of admin discretion because every situation is going to be very different. Um, clearly, like if 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 Tim, you you end up in your opponent's restream or stream and then you self-report. OK, um, noted and we'll figure out what we need to do. I don't think that's going to kick you off your team this year. Uh, and then after the fact, if you came back, I'll say like, if you came back the very next stream and said the same thing, then, and you self-reported it, then we're instantly going to have a lot more red flags. And yeah, we're probably going to mm-hmm. be watching just to have eyes to see what may or may not be happening. Um, after the first one, you know, like self-reporting, I think goes a long way. It, keeps a trust bridge built you know uh, if the trust bridge gets slightly burned it's really hard in a community where herf was saying you're playing somebody 5000 miles away it's really hard to rebuild that uh, i think that's why we've seen this is my specul- speculation that might be partially why we haven't seen anybody really unbanned uh by the racing council at any point mm. um 
it, uh, you know, maybe down the line that does happen. Maybe some trust can be rebuilt, but it, I don't know. It's really tough to do. I think, um, I don't know. It's just kind of my two cents. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, we just added another, you know, 20 minutes of conversation to this uh, discussion that frankly has probably gone on too long uh, as it is. But, um, you know, again, we want to keep everyone informed. So hopefully you feel like you are in the know when it comes to this particular bit of community drama and um, let us know your thoughts in the discord. But let's, you know, keep it civil, keep it brief. Uh, you know, I'm not push yourself to make too. a comment that you don't think anyone else has made before. <laughs> that's that's my challenge to you. If you're going to, if you're gonna, if you're gonna weigh in, so. Um, okay, so with that, uh, let's let's get into the rest of our outline here. Um, we want to, of course, check in on the league. I took a little time to update myself on the standings and noticed that the pugs are still very much at the top of their division. How's it going, Dante? Uh, we're hanging in there. Uh, I took another loss for the team uh, during Swordless. Uh, and then uh, Ari and Andy took two wins for um, cross keys. So feeling good going in the last week. Uh, we're in uh, playoffs. We're not division clinch. Like we haven't won the division. I think we get that if we win a game. But we're playing Noble Foxes. And we're playing a really good team. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's Enemizer. Anything can happen, you know. Uh, should be a sure. good should be a good time though. I, I always enjoy this co-op week. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so you have managed to clinch a playoff berth with your current record, um, which is pretty sweet. Congratulations on that. Uh, half of the teams that will be making it into brackets have clinched as of the recording of this episode. So we have PUGS, uh, Dante's team, the last locationeers, Triple Clown Fiesta. Yes, that Triple Clown Fiesta with two new members uh, to replace. Um, uh, Yoshi and oh, Schulzer, by the way, uh, left the team in a, in a fit of anger, so needed to be replaced by another member. So those three plus Teto are the new Triple Clown Fiesta. So they have clinched. Uh, so you, it's another thing you see why this was all a big deal because this is very much a team in playoff contention right now in Invitational. Um, so anyways, to move on with other people who have clinched their playoff berth, we have the Eastern Skippers, OK Dudes, who also have a 10 and 2 record. Uh, the Divine Beastie Boys, who have the league's best record currently at 11 and 1, Bottles on Empty, and To Infinity, and Pugog. Uh, so Pugog. You got to say weird. it right. It's Pugog. Pugog. Instead of Poggers, it's like Pugoggers. It's an gotcha. emo. Okay. It's Yeah, it's an emo. If you look at their uh, page on the league, they all have that emo pasted on their avatars' faces. So I figured that was what was going on there. <laughs> um, so cool. That is uh, the league. Of course, we're in the middle of week seven, which is the final week of regular season. It is two weeks long to accommodate for the holidays. So uh, the next time that we talk to you about this, we will be in bracket world. Uh, the open league, um, I am happy to report in terms of the long shots, which is really all I can speak to uh, as of right now, which we have another week of, uh, you know, games to play. But as if you were to just take us at our record right now, we would be in the playoffs as a wild card. Uh, so the top two teams of each division uh, make it into finals. And then there are four wild cards across all of those uh, divisions or conferences uh, that are brought along. And I think we have the third highest record after the playoff teams. And then there's a huge tie for fourth place. Um, so a lot is going to ride on what we end up doing this week. Uh, Tyler and I are, are doing a double header uh, in the Enemizer. So um, we're going to give it our our all. And it would be pretty amazing <laughs> if we could go from uh you know last in the conference you're you know second to last in the conference as we've been the last few years to making playoffs um huge shout out to dr earworm <laughs> it's been a, a big help in that department uh is actually extremely good at the game who knew so <laughs> that that helps when you have really good players on your team uh yeah um, good luck to you guys oh thank you yeah we're excited yeah i'm looking forward to that for you sweet uh, and, uh, so moving on, we had, we'd plugged this briefly last time, the GDQ hotfix, uh, game show, think fast game show stream, I guess you could call it, uh, hosted by games done quick on their Twitch. Uh, Dante, you were racing against Ari <laughs> and, uh, I'll put a link in the description if people want to check it out, but do you want to give us a brief summary of kind of how it went? Oh dude, the questions were so hard. Like I was not worried <laughs> about the questions like in a way. 
uh, and Aerie was. And then when we started playing, I didn't know anything. And he knew what felt like everything. Mm. Um, and I definitely wasn't going to catch him just playing the game. So uh, at one point I had a five second time bonus and he had like two minutes, 30 seconds. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> That was supposed to be the equalizer and was the knowledge. That was when I think uh, I answered the question about the Houlihan room. Like who, who was the room named after? And I was like, Oh, I know this. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was uh I almost said it was me who it was named after, but in, in like in other in like obscure and other people, but uh, we, uh, I didn't go that route. Um, but yeah. overall it was, it was very fun. It was very stressful. Um, trying to think while playing had a couple of really spooky moments for me where I thought not the run was just going to die, but like take a, like an unfortunate death to like a boss or something, but managed to pull that out. Uh, and overall, I think for, never having played NMG in like a, a marathon, we'll call it setting where you're kind of just performing. Um, mm-hmm. I thought I did pretty well. Uh, and uh, Aerie did phenomenal. So it, it's a good watch. Uh, Aerie killed it on a lot of those questions. And some of the questions were just like, you've got to be kidding me, especially with the timing in the middle of like doing things. It's like, you want me to yeah. do what? Um, <laughs> and and I, I will say this for the record, uh, you know, th- they're there for content. So they they did tell us like right beforehand, Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't know something, don't just sit there. If you can think of anything funny, say something funny. So Mm. there may be a point where I called Rhode Island a country. Uh, uh, But uh, and I got some and Fred F. Coughlin, who's been on the show, gave me a little grief for it. And I was like, all right, let me explain myself. (laughs) So uh, it was a good but it was a great time. We had fun. Nice. Awesome. Uh, do you want to reveal the answer to who the Hulahan room is named after just no. for those who have, you know, tried to make their own guess while listening well, to this episode? Chris Hulahan. Uh, and it, it was allegedly because no one really knows if that person really exists. Mm. Allegedly, Chris Hulahan is the full answer, I guess, then. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Cool. Well, um, congratulations on putting on a good show there. Uh, and, um, let us know when, when you get into another one of those, I always like to plug your events. If, yeah, if there, if there's ever something, uh, I will let you guys know. Sweet. So you, uh, posted something in the discord this last week, uh, kind of behind the scenes saying that you, in the last episode, you wanted to give a shout out to NMG league season two, but we ran out of time. This was not even something I was aware of. Uh, so can you tell us about NMG league season two? Yeah, and uh, Malmo brought this up in the the admin channel that we had that going on and didn't mention it. So this is just that thing. I I remember plugging this when I was in it for season one. That was in the summer, July, and now they're doing it again now. So basically, it's just four weeks, Swiss NMG, uh, two groups of 16, the light world and the dark world, the dark world being like the upper division. Uh, And they're starting their final week. So... um, I will kind of summarize. Uh, they got the rematch. If I'm if I'm looking at this right, they got the rematch of the Dark World season one finals in week two this time. So Aerie and Doomtap, and that was a very good race. Uh, and spoilers: uh, Doomtap won by two seconds uh, with a one twenty three forty three to a one twenty three forty five. So that put Aerie at one and one starting off. So. Uh, Anyway, um, <laughs> that, that just wow, made things, crazy. Yeah, it made yeah. things really interesting. So if we follow Aerie, poor Matt, seven, eight, nine, eight, had to play Aerie in week three. Um, <laughs> uh, they both did pretty good in that one. Aerie got a 124. Uh, I know I'm just kind of covering him at this spot, but that's since he won the first one. That's kind of what I was getting at. But they are in uh, week four. Um, I don't have everyone's standings because that's not on this um, bracket list. Uh, uh-huh. but doom tap is still three and O going against, uh, I'm sure I could find this. Why is his name not on here that? Oh, he's going against Fox Lisk. It looks like Fox Lisk is the other three and O. Uh, so that will be for all the marbles this week, Thursday, November 24th at five Oh one Eastern is when that's scheduled right now. Um, okay. And, yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. the 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 dark world. Light world's been a little interesting uh, trying to see who's 
doing that. Give me a minute. We may have Dark to- World Light World was the name of the two divisions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I understand I there is some confusion in the naming of those divisions because people thought that they were describing the modes that they were playing or something like that. Uh, I don't think so. Um, um, we, yeah, we were talking about it on, uh, um, we were having a, a planning meeting for the glitched mentor tournament yesterday and somebody on that call had mentioned that I'm oh. probably half remembering it. So looking but. at the, uh, I wish they had like the standings put to the side, but figuring this out, Rob J. Beasley and Super Nin Taylor are your two three and O's heading into round four. So that'll be for all the marbles in light world. These are just kind of categorized based on your PBs. So the, mm. the people with the, we'll say lowest PBs, like the, the, you know, on the leaderboard, the highest, so to speak, like one, two, three, mm-hmm. four. Yeah. That, that is the six top 16 from those is dark world. Whoever is entering. And then the bottom 16 is light world. Um, honorable mention, they are doing uh, what's called a rain state division, which is kind of not a full bracket has four people in it. Uh, and I think they're kind of playing each other a lot. I think it might've been kind of like either round Robin or just kind of back and forth. Um, but it looks like uh Kaide Ruku, uh, Rukawa is at three and O radical snipers at two and one. And I'm not sure um, when Fox and defy smiles seem to be in that as well. Uh, Gotcha. So I think now that I recall the confusion with the light world, dark world thing was people couldn't figure out like which was supposed to be the top one and which was the low. Like it's not immediately mm. obvious just hearing the two names. Yeah. 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 Dark world's harder. That's kind of the, yeah, that, I mean, that, that makes sense. I think that's the logical. It depends yeah, on I guess you can, how you feel. Cause yeah. I think light world's harder when you're playing the speed run and, and a lot of people <laughs> will agree with that. <laughs> And, you know, the light world is also like the, the right and true world. So maybe that should be the, the first one, you know, right and true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, you know, like it's it's the normal state of the world. So it's number one, it's light. And then the dark is like the weird, twisted, messed up one. I don't know. Um, would you not think that the people who are very good at this game are some form and weird and twisted, like very good? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I don't know. I'm yeah. just, I'm, nope. I'm grasping at straws based on things you said. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. You, you put me in my place with my own argument. I, <laughs> I accept it. Um, no, it's, it's all, it's all made up. So that always helps. Um, cool. Any other, so we're still in the middle of it. You've got some links you'll give me. We'll put them in the description. Anyone who wants to check out some NMG races in a league format. This is, this is the event for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And then the last thing we wanted to cover here, I lied. There's two things. Um, the next thing we want to cover here is the uh, pilot spoiler tournament. Uh, and for those of you who don't know what pilot spoiler is, a pilot spoiler race involves a team of two racing an ALTTPR seed against another team. Each team consists of a runner and a pilot. The runner has the seed. The pilot has the spoiler log. The runner's job is to execute through the game, keep aware of what is needed, and communicate with the pilot. The pilot's job is to gather and process information, strategize a route, and communicate with the runner. Whichever team finishes first wins the race. So this is a tournament of just that mode, teams of two. Uh, there's five modes that are available, open key sanity, open all dungeons, key sanity, inverted key sanity, inverted all dungeons, key sanity, and a 40 out of 50 Triforce hunt. Uh, signups actually opened on November 1st, and they are open now until December 3rd. Uh, so we'll put the signup form in the uh, description of this episode for you. We'll also put the rules doc in case you want to go over that in more detail. But that is the pilot spoiler tournament. So if you want to be a part of it, Get your registration in now. Now I'm going to look in the host channel and see what Dante was saying about me while I was reading that. Let's see. Oh, I just I dropped the link. Oh, OK. You were just looking at each other. <laughs> you, I saw you laughing and I saw you uh, typing. So I thought you were talking shit about me. Uh, no, 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 no. I was laughing at okay. something completely unrelated to us doing okay. stuff. Well, that's great. So you're not really paying attention. <laughs> I, I did this put something in there uh, where I was smiling about something earlier and muted, but I, I linked that a little while ago uh, and I saw, <laughs> I saw it like again. 20 minutes later. <laughs> well, I saw that again and kind of started smiling because it's, I don't know, it, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I know. I know that that was like extremely dry when I just went through. So I figured y'all had something else going on. To, oh, sorry. To, no. To <laughs> no, no. We're, we're all good. 
Yeah. Usually it's good that we have cameras, but sometimes it causes moments <laughs> like this one. Paranoia. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's pilot spoiler. Check it out. We'll put links in the description. Dandy's covered up his camera completely. Um, it just looks like it's completely dark in there. Oh, wow. You have a little cover over that covers oh, your face fancy. perfectly. That's fancy. Wow. wow. All right. There we go. Protects my identity. You can just look at my chest. <laughs> no, it looks like an OnlyFans account. <laughs> um, and then the last thing we have to report on, we've talked about avian art quite a bit on this podcast this afternoon, as we record this, it finally finished up. Uh, so we told you about Jay Meesher and their nine lives, um, how they had narrowly avoided being eliminated several times throughout the, uh, both groups and brackets. Uh, well, Jay Meesher did manage to take it to a game three, uh, coming back from Owen one, but unfortunately was not able to clinch that very last game. And, uh, Tedo is the final champion of the avian art tournament. Uh, so huge GGs to Tedo and to Jay Meesher and also, um, structural Mike homemade beer and everyone else who helped to conceptualize and run that tournament. Super fun. I uh, love the idea. Uh, and, uh, I hope, I hope we see more of, that sort of thing. I'm positive we won't see the exact same thing because I feel like they're too creative. They they'll they'll bust out something completely weird and different than, I do, than that. How how long does it take to find all 420 Triforce pieces? So they said on average. I watched the end of the restream today. Uh, they mm-hmm. said on average it's been about three to three and a half hours, and that one Jesus was like Christ. just over three and a half hours. And it's mainly right. because of all the key drop stuff. So yeah. like. You got to get a small key or you got to get the Hyrule Castle big key just to go back down and maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, something along those lines. Yeah. So, yeah, this last game and instead of just being a true pot hunt, which is two thirteen out of four twenty. Thank you. Two thirteen <laughs> out of four twenty. This was true West pot hunt where you have to find all four hundred and twenty of the Triforce pieces. So uh yeah, took quite a while. Um I actually didn't even realize that. I copied and pasted it in the outline and didn't even think about how how insane that is. Mm-hmm. Uh but that's a fun way to end the tournament too. Definitely yeah. going out with a bang. Yeah. Cool. All right. Now it's time for GMP community updates. All right, so I am pleased to officially be announcing the opening of registration for the Glitched Mentor Tournament. Uh, So this is something we're going to be doing uh, in the beginning of 2023 is when it officially kicks off. But we've got some events here in December uh, before that happens. So what is the Glitched Mentor Tournament? So this is just like, you know, one of the mentor tournaments we do during the summer where you have two people racing that are less experienced and they're being guided by someone who is more experienced. Each one has a guide uh, that, you know, kind of like pilot spoiler, they don't play, but they can help out um, while the person is racing. They just don't have, you know, the, the spoiler. Uh, so this is meant to take folks who are a member of our current community right now who already race, you know, uh, open seven, seven, you know, maybe the occasional key sanity, uh, you know, and other kind of more basic modes who are interested in learning more about glitched modes. Uh, so the idea is we're expecting, you know, anywhere between 16 and 32 applicants will basically make it work with however many we have, but I will say we're definitely going to need some help in the mentor department. Uh, If you have ever played a glitched mode or, you know, shown people that that's something you're into, you're probably going to get a DM from one of us of uh, like asking you directly if you will consider helping out Uh, because kind of the whole purpose of this tournament is to help grow the glitched mode community. And uh, it's going to take the community to do that. So uh, just to go over some dates, like I said, registration is open now. It's closed uh, on December 26th. So you have quite a while to uh, express your interest. Uh, we will have a boots camp for this, which is an informal two week period before competition that's meant for learning and practice. It's going to be, you know, just kind of hang out in the discord. People will announce when they're going live. You can jump in their chat or if you want to do a practice seed and ask if someone's around to watch you, you know, it's all very informal. Um, so that'll be for two weeks from December 18th to January 1st. Uh, the first week of Swiss starts January 2nd, and they'll either be five or six weeks, depending on how many people we have. Uh, more people will be more weeks to make sure that we have the right amount to know where people stand at the end of it. Uh, and then we'll have either one or two brackets. They are going to be single elimination, unmentored. Um, so it's kind of a chance to show us what you've learned. Uh, and 
I think that's pretty much everything you need to know at this point. Of course, you know, admins are still working on, um, you know, getting some of the supporting documents and things like that ready, you know, mentor availability, all that good stuff. Um, But I think you have everything you need now. Um, If you are not sure if you want to apply as a racer or a mentor, go ahead and apply as both. That's one of the things we as an admin team are going to be doing is determining kind of based on the overall numbers and people's skill levels and things like that, whether it makes more sense for you to be a mentor or a racer. So just go ahead and if you have an interest in both, go ahead and apply for both. And the last thing I'll say is for mentors, if you think you could maybe be a mentor, but you're kind of nervous about stepping in and helping somebody out in this regard, just know that, you know, as someone who is not playing this seed, you will have the ability to go pull up a quick YouTube video or pull up a, a guide or pull up the practice hack and, and, you know, figure something out yourself if you need to. Um, so don't let a lack of complete glitch knowledge stop you from putting your name in the ring or your name in the hat. Uh, because like I said, we're going to need as many mentors as, as we can possibly get, I think to, to fully staff this, this one. So, uh, that is the Glitched Mentor Tournament. Again, registration is open. And uh, if you have any questions, hit us up in the Discord. GMP, of course, is hosting this one. So you'll see a lot of restreams on our Twitch. And uh, yes, yeah, hang out in our Discord for more information as it comes. All right, Dante, you've added something to the, to well, the outline. I, I took it off because I added okay. it earlier and we've already talked about it. But apparently you had it here <laughs> and I didn't know it yes. was here. So oh, we'll, we'll just we'll leave everybody so confused. So uh, <laughs> that's why I wrote oops uh, beside it just now. That was Honestly, what I just edited. Yeah. Depending on the length of the episode, I might cut all this. If you're hearing it now. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> A short look uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> so last thing we have here, the biweekly seed. Last time we did a swordless. Uh, we've got Uncle Bot up and running. Let's see. Uh, let's see how. I just looked. We actually had, I think, six people uh, play it. And, I intended uh, to, they, as I always say. Uh, they posted up some pretty good times, and I'm especially uh, surprised by some of the collection rates, which were, to me at least, amazingly low. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, the fact that this was swordless maybe was one of the reasons that it didn't get uh, like, you know, double digits. Yes. Maybe we should maybe we should do like an open seven seven because I want to like test the system out and kind of stress test it a little bit. So I want as many people to play mm -hmm. it as possible. What do you think is the mode for that? Casual boots. boots. (laughs) Really? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Okay. I believe you. You both said it at the same time immediately. So I think I'm definitely sold. That's what I was uh, DMing her about. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. We will do a uh, casual boots. So uh, get it while it's hot, everybody. That's your BWS. Um, and now it is time to wrap up the show. Oh, boy. So, uh, we I'm just going to go ahead and say email at gomodepodcast.com. It has been a minute since we got a true fetch question in our email. Sometimes, you know, we as hosts will get DMS and we include those, uh, you know, in like discord messages and stuff. So we've gotten questions, but not like a good old classic emailed fetch question. So, Mm -hmm. uh, get those in. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm down to answer some, uh, some fetch questions. I have a question sort of related to this. This is probably not for the recording, but for the amusement of our listeners, I'm going to ask you this on air. You've turned off our submission form, right? A while ago. That's what you said. Yeah. How are we still getting spam emails (laughs) from that? It's still on the episode list. Oh, I, <laughs> I see. just noticed that the other day. Okay. Yeah, we're still getting those emails. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? Somebody's got access to like some back end page that I, I don't know is live or something. I haven't gotten an Not email for Go Mode Podcast. I mean, I've looked at my spam folder a while ago and it was like a contact form, a submission from GMP, blah, blah, blah. And I'm yeah. like, how? I will say, though, it's it's manageable yeah. at its current level because like before, I mean, like, we would literally get like 20 to 30 a day. And it was mm-hmm. like, un, I had to, I, I, the worst thing would be to throw out someone's actual email, you know? Right, so I would exactly. scan through every single one to make sure that they were spam. Um, and that has stopped. Thank God. Now I think it's like anywhere between one to three a day with it being on the episodes list. But yeah, since I made the announcement, I think it's safe <laughs> to get rid of that. And I totally just forgot it. Okay. It was sure, even sure. there. That's so. fine. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah I, oh, that's I a good fetch question. Google has <laughs> yeah. completely like with my Gmail, uh, 
listed it all as like just spam. So like anything yeah, from the same. forwarding mail has like the WordPress has gone straight to spam. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't read any of these at uh, at the live show, even though we talked oh, yeah, about we did talk about that. doing that, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I would really have to go through and find that because there's there's a few real gems in there, but they're yeah. buried deep. Like mm-hmm. like I said, there's a lot of junk in there. Yeah, like and some of these are just a URL. Them, yeah, most of them are probably long gone from my like Gmail spam folder. I think it keeps it in there for like 30 days or something. Yeah. So they're they're like long gone. I did get the email that Tim, we need to update our W9 form ASAP on the Patreon. <laughs> oh yeah, I did also <laughs> yeah. get that. I saw that. I don't know if I believe that that's as urgent as they say it is, but <laughs> I, I guess I can look into it just to make sure. Um, so I have spam back to. Um, oh, wow. It just keeps going and going and going. I, th- I think we have it all. I don't think it ever gets deleted <laughs> and we have plenty of uh, uh, room, you know, okay. for, for storage or whatever. So, yeah, I'm just going back and back and back. And it's all right. Going, well, so. I mean, maybe at some point we can do an, a whole episode of just reading funny spam emails that we got. Yeah, I think we definitely should at some point. OK, yeah. Put it on the docket. All right. Um, uh, and then, yeah, all the other stuff, like I said, you know, Discord, we're obviously on there. Twitter, uh, YouTube, Twitch. You know, all, all those places. Um, I don't want to go first for the recommendations. I, wanna, oh I want somebody God. else to go first. This all time. right. Who's oh, got a shout out? Oh, I got, I, got a, I got a complaint. Can I can I have one of oh. those? Ooh, okay. yeah. All right. So this is a little bit of audience participation uh, with you two as the audience. Do you guys know what a network punch down tool is? No. no. OK. All right. So I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to link one of these really quick. OK. Uh, punch down tool. Is so, that some hardware stuff? Yeah, it's a, it's a tool for like it's a computer tool basically. So mm-hmm. to explain this uh, for people who don't aren't getting the the picture, oh. basically like if you have a Ethernet cable, it's got four twisted pairs, so eight total cables, and then mm-hmm. if you have what's called like a keystone or a, a a patch panel, it's got like all the markings for you to punch down the individual wires into. So it makes it like to a female plug. So you can plug an ethernet cable into it or make an extension, whatever you need mm-hmm. to do. Okay. All right. So okay. not yesterday, but this past Sunday, I had to drive over an hour for an emergency call to one of our stores and I'm dealing with needle in a haystack problem. Uh, turns out the register router got plugged into our router and then all of a sudden everything went down. Uh, so it took me a while to find that. Um, but one of the wires had got yanked out of our patch panel and I was like, Oh, I got to punch this thing back down. And I hated that patch panel just because of the way the store works. Uh, and I needed to put a new patch panel in, which uses keystones. So it's like individual. So if one breaks, I don't have to take the whole thing out. I can just take one piece out and replace it if something were to happen. So for the time being, I'm like, all right, let's just put a keystone in and it can hang here until I get some new parts in and we'll plug it in. And I, Almost was done. I was ready to go home. I'd been at the store for three hours on a Sunday afternoon evening and that network punch down tool has a jagged edge on it. And when you punch it like cuts the end of the cable. So like it knocks the excess off. Well, I didn't like take the thing down and put it in the toolkit like you're supposed to. I put it up against the wall and was like punching them. And uh, I literally punched a hole in my finger. So it was, I'm not going into details. It just, it Mm. hurt. And I I was just, it was like the perfect ending to that day. Um, (sighs) Mainly because like I went up front, like the store was closed because no, I was in there. And I was like, guys, like where's, where's our first aid kit? Like I need, like I needed something to like make it stop bleeding. And they Mm. were like, oh, we ain't got one. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And they had one, but it had one dirty nitrile glove in it. That was it. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I got like a bunch of paper towels, wrapped it around my finger, and then scotch taped it around it. And was like, all right, I'm oh going to finish working. <laughs> and then had to drive an hour home. I was livid. Like I had a headache before I even got the call. Ugh. It was the worst Sunday ever. No. This was in the middle of yeah. all the league crap, too. So I was like, you know, this is just perfect. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Um, so, yeah, shout outs to not having a first aid kit. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's yeah. just my my complaint. My 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 dainty story it doesn't really have a meaning. I just wanted to complain about it. Uh, sure. I will say me punching a hole in my hand, uh, which is, is like it's it's usable, like with just, you know, a bandaid. But 
Um, uh, it was my fault, like for being stupid. I really wanted to just tear the whole store down after that. But <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so ironic that usually, usually people use their hand to put a hole in the wall, but you got a hole in your hand from this tool. Yeah. That doesn't quite hold up, but there's something there. I think if I could think about it, a little it bit it's longer. Just, this is like, it's just kind of the thing It happens at rando. Sometimes you, you really mess things up for the worse when you go too fast, uh, instead of just doing something the proper way, which is fast enough. I was just ready to get yeah. out of there. Cause I wanted to go home and yeah, instead understandable. I feel like instead my finger yeah. still hurts if I touch it wrong. So yeah. Good job, Dancy. Herf, lift, lift our spirits, Herf. What do you, what do you have that's going to um, lift our spirits? All right, let's see. Uh, okay, first to lift your spirits, I will tell you this uh, story that lifted my spirits. It might okay. be maybe not as uplifting to you guys, but it makes me very happy. So hopefully my happiness can, you know, f- uh, flow over to you guys. All right, yeah. so... Uh, I'm sure you guys are aware I have a PS5 and I bought a second DualSense controller shortly after I got it. Not really because I play multiplayer a lot, but because I play games for so long that the battery runs out and it's good to have one on the charger and one in my hand to play, right? So when it runs out, I can switch them out. And uh, my favorite uh, color is a dark shade of purple, like kind of eggplant color, I guess, is maybe a good explanation. And uh, they made a controller in that color. But uh, the colored controllers are 75 bucks. Mm. And I'm like, I don't need a third controller. I really can't justify that. And especially not for 75 bucks. So I saw that they had a Black Friday sale going on selling them for 50 bucks. But still, 50 bucks for a third controller that I don't really need just for a color. That seems excessive. So yeah. I try to sell my one of my white controllers for 30 bucks. It's about a year old. It has like zero issues. I've had like little um, rubber thingies over my analog pads because they're so tiny for like little thumbs. I don't understand how anyone plays on analog sticks for PlayStation controllers, by the way, because those yeah. are so tiny. I cannot use them without my thumb slipping off. Anyway, it's in good condition. I figured I'd sell it for 30 bucks and I put it up on like, I don't know if you guys have this, but here we have like eBay classifieds. It's kind of like Craigslist or something Mm -hmm. where you're like, Hey, I'm selling this and you can come pick it up. uh, If you're, if you live like in the area or if you really want it, you can drive here or whatever. So I put it up for 30 bucks fixed price. And people could just keep messaging me over and over. Hey, would you be okay with 25? Would you be okay with 20? And I'm like, no, I want 30. And if if I don't get 30, I'll just keep my white controller and screw it. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I complained about that in a discord I'm on. And then Jem was like, yeah, I'll buy it for 30 and shipping. And I'm like, all right, you're my homie. I'll ship it to you. I didn't want to ship it because I'm a lazy man, but I'll ship it to you. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay, let's do that. I'll pay for the shipping too. And I'm like, all right, cool. So uh, today I shipped off my controller to him. He already PayPal'd me all the money. Uh, they're still preparing the shipping on my purple controller, but I'm in high spirits that it will arrive soon. And that makes me That's, very happy. That is, uh, that makes me happy too. I may, I'm happy to know your favorite color because I, I never would have known it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tansy, what's can, your favorite color real quick? I can show you uh, a picture of it later. So you'll see okay. the color and the controller. Well, l- Dante has motion to his shirt, which is blue. Uh, I like light blue uh, or I like to call the light blue B or, or just blue, but B-L-O-O. So blue, uh, blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Light blue. Gotcha. Carolina, like Carolina blue, blue, as it were. There you go. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to people who live in the Carolinas that know exactly what we mean when we say that. Sky blue. Let's <laughs> or if you just like football or basketball, you probably right. know also. Um. Okay, good, good, good shout out. Um, I am going to shout out the, speaking of college uh, sports, I'm going to shout out the USC Gamecocks, uh, who just this last weekend topped number five Tennessee. Yes, go Cox. That's my alma mater. Um, so, you know, I don't, I'm not a very good 
college fan. I'm, I kind of I, I enjoy professional football probably more <laughs> than my college football. Same. But whenever the Gamecocks are doing good, I'm I become a, instantly a college fan again. And uh, they're having a better than usual season uh, this year. So we were ranked at one point, uh, and yeah, we just beat a number five team. So there's a our, our big rivalry at the end of every season is Clemson. Clemson Tigers orange makes me want to vomit just because I'm, you know, I've hated them for so long. <laughs> uh, and um, there's a very real chance we could actually, you know, not embarrass ourselves this year, which usually doesn't happen. Clemson is very, very good. So um, go Cox. That's that's how I'll uh, finish this out and uh, go mode. It's over. It's the end of it. <laughs> this Ooh, is the end of perfect. an episode of go mode. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you all. I see what you did there. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks and uh, let's go ahead and mirror out. Mm-hmm.